Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. We are live here in gorgeous, yes, it's going to be hot again, Seattle. We have those uh, warming warnings, you know, they do it for like 12 hours or 24 hours or 72 hours. Like, I'm sorry if you don't have air conditioning and you live in the Northwest right now. Hopefully you know someone who does or you have a pool or a lot of sprinklers because it's a little hot. And in fact, um, I just got a Fitbit. I'm, I'm kind of slow. I, I'm, I don't always... I don't get things when they're popular, you know, I get things later on. And uh, I'm a big walker. And I, I was thinking I was only walking like maybe a mile and a half on this one. But no, I was walking four miles. So I'm like going to tone it down a little bit for Charles and the heat. Or, you know, like I walked him last night at nine o'clock because um, apparently I don't know how to stop. Uh, so keep it cool here in the Northwest as much as you can. And today is one of my favorite days when I get to interview people that I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today... I get to do that. Uh, Raquel Cohen is a nature coordinator, plant stylist, spiritual life coach, energy worker, and intuitive medium. She's the creator owner of Infinite Succulent. It's gorgeous, beautiful. In fact, that was her first book. Amazing. A San Diego-based wellness and biotechnical styling company and the author of Infinite Succulent. Um, now, her second book is out, Everyday Plant Magic, which you are going to love. Change your life through the magical energy of nature. Rachel's previous work as an environmental educator and wild animal specialist left her anxious and depressed about society's destruction of nature. Then, a creative relationship with plants transformed her life. Now Raquel is dedicated to reconnecting people with their souls through nature's infinite love, along with creative, intuitive, and magical interactions with the natural world. Welcome to the show, Raquel. It's lovely to have you so much for having me here. Yeah, I love it. love being here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love having you on the show. Uh, as I told you before you went live, all of my children will be receiving a copy of your book for Christmas. It's so beautiful. Not only is it just gorgeous because you talk about everything that I love, but it's aesthetically beautiful. The pictures are stunning, you know, like congratulations on your latest uh, publishing. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. And the book actually is coming out end of October. It should be Great. releasing right around Halloween time, which is like perfect timing. Perfect. And I agree. I mean, my publishing house did such an amazing job. Yeah. And we worked with an illustrator who had this ability to take the realism of the plants and infuse it with the magic. And uh, it's just mwah, beautiful. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> really, really, really gorgeous. And I love how in this book, you have combined plants, obviously, with energy and astrology and everything. You put it all together. I mean, all of my favorite things in one book with gorgeous pictures. I'm, I mean, like what could be more delicious? But, but, but before we, you know, really dive into the newest book, um, let's talk again about this transformation you had, you know, as a naturalist who's educated and studied, you know, the environment and has loved the environment, you know, since you were a child. Um, you know, you, you stated that, it, you know, you weren't really happy about how the world was progressing and how the environment was being, you know, abused. And and then you had a very different experience. So could you tell us a little bit or remind us of that again, please? Yeah, I would love to. So my background's in mar marine education, environmental education. I actually have a master's in marine biodiversity and conservation. And I used to work in Hawaii with um, education, working with marine mammals, studying dolphins and whales. I worked at Monterey Bay Aquarium. And I love that, but I was also inside reeling with anxiety and depression because I was just learning a lot about the doom and gloom about some of the ways that, you know, humanity is currently treating the planet. And sometimes I find that in the environmental movement, it can feel as though like fear is going to be the biggest motivation, <laughs> but in actuality, it's not really playing out that way I find and so while I loved teaching about nature and engaging people with nature especially through animals at that time inside I was 
really anxious and having a hard time sleeping, having a hard time opening up to the true wellness of the world. And when I became pregnant is when the plants started coming in and kind of reminding me to open myself again. And after the birth of my second daughter, I was dealing with a lot of kind of probably postpartum anxiety and depression. And I started working with a therapist who thankfully was also an energy worker on the side. And she noticed within me that I was stuck, especially in my third eye chakra, stuck in my head and not allowing creativity to move through me again. So she said, read this book, The Artist's Way by Julie Cameron. I know you love that book. book. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I started that starting morning pages and I just felt this urge to start working with succulents and making art. And I started doing that and it just created this medicine throughout my whole body. Like my mind went quiet and I found flow and presence again at a time when I was just in complete spiraling monkey mind. So for me, it felt kind of like my spiritual awakening, which was always tied to my connection with nature. But when I started getting into creativity, everything started opening for me because I started opening again in those creative spaces, finding that flow and that presence, my energy opened and I could open to the magic that really truly exists all around us at all times that we just through conditioning in life, we kind of close ourselves to. Right. And what I love, love, love about your story is, is how you found what you really were meant to be doing in the world. And, and when you find that you get so happy, you get so full, life changes, everything gets better. They're they're just, even when you're having a, a challenging day, you're so excited about life in general, because you have this incredible connection with yourself and the universe that it, a lot of things just don't matter anymore. So it's hard to stay in low frequency. It's hard to stay in low vibration and you become this extremely creative, co-creative being in the world. So we're so happy that you got there, you know, for your own happiness and your own devotion and that you get to share all this magic with the rest of us. We're really, really grateful. So what inspired you on your newest book? What was your inspiration? Oh, the creation of this book is actually a really great story because there was actually a lot of rejection that happened. I first had this idea for a book that was going to dive into the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of plants right before my first book, Infinite Succulent, released. I just, I could feel that seed inside of me. And I wanted to write a book that shared the experience I had where working with the plants helped me physically, mentally, emotionally, and then totally woke me up spiritually as well. And so I was working for years on that book and it was kind of turning into an encyclopedia. <laughs> That's <laughs> a, lot a lot of knowledge. Of yeah. A lot of knowledge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and I had a lot of rejection, but I really believe that all that rejection was exactly what I needed because it was the redirection mm. into learning how to become mm. more of a channeler of the plants themselves and you know I actually during this time when I was dealing this with this rejection is when I found you Marie (laughs) and I started taking classes and courses with you and it opened me up so I could become the person who could connect with the energy of the plants and share their wisdom I wouldn't have been able to done that to have done that if I got that book deal three years ago, right? Wow. Like it wow. came at the right moment. Wow. And I remember when you got the book deal, cause I think you were in a class actually, yes. and yes. you were sharing it with, you know, the rest of your coaching cohorts in whatever course you were taking at the time. And we were just so excited for you and so happy and so delighted. And then, um, you know, you sent me it a little while ago, the PDF version of it. And it's, it's just so incredibly beautiful. We're so proud of you. Do you think a part of your publishing joy, because I love how you said, because I think that's a really great way to reprogram ourselves that these rejections were actually steering you in the right direction. And and do you think that, yeah, I love that. And and do you think a part of your ability to get to such an awesome publisher, the right publisher who, you know, because not every publisher wants to use color and, and photographs, you know, because it's more expensive, right, to, to create a book that has art in it versus a book that just has black and white you know, words in it, right? It's very different. Um, But to get to the right publisher, do you think working on your self-worth had an aspect of that? A hundred percent. I mean, I think working with the self-worth is going to help you get to wherever you want to go in your life, period. Agreed. Um, For me, 
for me in particular, it's still an ongoing journey. I think it's always going to be an ongoing journey to really believe in myself and really love myself as unconditionally as I love this world and the people around me. Um, and throughout this process, there was definitely a lot of moments of, you know, quote unquote, dark nights of the soul, a lot of moments of a lot of tears, letting myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many tears. I'm also a cancer son and cancer rising. So yeah, tears galore. <laughs> But I love it because it's moving energy. Tears are just letting that energy go and flow. Um, So I think a lot of it was definitely recognizing that my own inner journey is going to be a part of whatever I'm co-creating in this world. Well, I think what you also find out found out is that you're very intuitive. You're very intuitive. (laughs) You're you love energy. You can move energy. You're a healer. You're a medium. You've learned a lot of things about yourself. And all of that got to go into the book. So that, you know, people can use the awareness of plant medicine to raise their consciousness and their awareness. And that's really where we are on the planet. We're all shifting our vibration. We're all learning to believe that we are multisensory. You know, even if someone doesn't want to work in the world of intuition, because nobody has to unless it makes them happy. You know, we're all meant to have this awareness and this consciousness inside of us. And this book helps us to do that. So, um, I love how you, you talk about the, the, the difference and, you know, there are 10 different answers to be, to express in terms of plant magic. Could you, maybe, maybe I said that incorrectly. Um, yeah. 10 different people to define magic. Yeah. Go ahead. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Well, you could exp- what I, yeah, I think what you're mentioning is that like, <laughs> I started the book, I yeah. say like, what is magic? And what, and I think each of us can kind of define magic in our own way. And when the publishing house actually came back to me, cause when I talked with them and they really loved the concept, they wanted me to go about it with like, let's look at plants from a spiritual side. Like that's a book we haven't seen yet. And when I got that feedback, I was like, yes, that's how I live. That's me. <laughs> um, and so I like, I did this whole proposal for them and it was felt so good, but the marketing team was like, eh. but then they came back to me with this idea of let's talk about plants for magic. And so I, I have to think about Love it. What does magic mean to me? Right. Because I think at first when they said that, I thought maybe they thought like kind of like a witch book. And <clears throat> while I kind of identify as a green witch, I would never call myself that. I love I green witch. Green. I love, love yeah. green witch. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So I self identify as that. But I had to define magic for myself so that I felt like the book that they want is that in alignment with me and what I do. And so I sat with it and I thought, okay, well, magic, when I think about magic, it's, it's the, the spark of divine life force that exists in everything. That's how I really see magic. And then the act of creating, crafting magic is the intentional manipulation and movement of that energy. Wow. And when I, when I define that for myself, I was like, well, that's exactly what I do with plants. That's a hundred percent what I do with plants, whether it's through creative artistry with the plants, whether it's just having them around and their presence alone, creating nervous system response, a connection, or whether I'm making teas or tinctures or even, you know, magical candles and things like that. It doesn't matter. It's, it's my energy intentionally working with their energy that creates this beautiful, magical relationship. I love that. I love that. I, I love every inch of it. And I think sometimes when I'm interviewing authors and almost all authors talk about the little bit of movement it took for their book to be published. And what most people don't understand, only 1% of Americans are published authors through publishing houses. It's a really small percentage. 50% of Icelanders, so people who live in Iceland, 50% of them are actually published authors. But in the United States, it's a very small percentage. So it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of, um, you know, figuring it out. And it's a really big deal when you get your book published. And so we, uh, on the, all these radio shows, we interview a lot of authors. But just know that's a small percentage of population of people in the world. Um, it's very fascinating, right? Very fascinating. Yeah. Thank you. I feel special. <laughs> Well, good. You should. You very well should. So, so that's really the aspect of the energy, right? Because you're seeing the divine spark in every person, every plant and plant plants love humanity, you know, and they want to spark your energy. They, they want to feed your life force. They absolutely want to like that's, and then you add in all the elements you added the planets, the sun and the moon and, you know, and the seasons. I mean, this is truly a book of 
magic, an absolute book of magic. So what about someone who's having a health crisis, let's say, you know, because you're a healer, you, you work in the field of energy medicine and you're a medium as well. Um, what would you say to someone who's having a health crisis in terms of how they could approach this beautiful work of art to effectively change their vibration and allow their body to start to heal magically, of course. Yeah. Now, of course, if they told me a little bit about what kind of health condition they have, that could let me know a little bit more about the chakras that might be associated. And we can talk about actual practical tips using nature for that specific chakra. But I think what it first starts with is getting outside and opening your awareness. Ah, Just taking a moment to stop whatever you're doing. And if you can get outside, great. Otherwise, look out a window. I mean, it's really that accessible. Look out a window, find a tree that seems to be calling your attention. Stare at it, breathe, breathe with the tree and feel yourself begin to open. I think that's where it starts because what I've learned through energy medicine and through the plants is that we are always being sent prana. We're always being sent incredible life-affirming energy from earth, from the cosmos, from the plants, from the animals, even from other people unconsciously. (laughs) It's always there. It's always around us. And when we learn to open ourselves to let energy flow in, that very naturally creates a flow of energy. So we start releasing some of this old stagnant energy just by opening to let it in. And that is where it's going to start. Now, of course, from there, we can talk a little bit about, okay, do we need to infuse the solar plexus chakra? Is it the root chakra? What's going on with the throat? And we can get into specifics about practices you can do, plants you can use, but it's going to start first with opening your eyes, opening your heart, opening your energy, and becoming aware of everything around you. And you have the chakras in this book too. I mean, you have it all. You've magically woven so many beautiful aspects of awareness and wellness. And I agree with everything you said, because of course the first chakra, you know, connects to that first layer of the auric field, which is a hologram of all of your anatomy and physiology. And that's one of the things that keeps you healthy. When you were speaking, I just got pictures of plants and trees and, you know, they kind of, they stand still, you know, they're not running around the planet like, the rest of us, you know, unpresent, you know, busy, busy creatures. And and, it, and that is really about what being present means. It means to stand still. And notice plants still grow. They still change. They, they still evolve, even though they're not running around the planet. And I think they're really trying to teach us to just stand still for a few moments. Find the present moment that it is really valuable. It is extremely powerful and has nothing to do with activity or movement. Like you can be completely still and have a major transformation. Yes. In fact, the first, one of the first rituals I share in the book, I call it activating your magic. And it's a, excuse me, it's a ritual where you open up your root chakra and start pulling in energy from earth. You open up your crown chakra and start pulling energy from the heavens. You let that swirl around you, move wherever it needs to go. And then you intentionally pull that energy into the solar plexus chakra Fill it up until you feel that beautiful, sparkly kind of bubbly sensation that just brings a smile to your face. And that is the feeling of self-love. That is it right there when that solar plexus is fully infused. And when you can feel that, you are magically activated. You can infuse your aura from that space. You can start clearing spaces in your home, other people. You can infuse magically your herbs, your crystals from that lit up space. And you can do that anywhere, anywhere. I absolutely love, love, love what you just said. I mean, it's so completely true. It's actually really simple, but it's so nice to have it written down so that you even know what to expect, you know, because a lot of people don't know what to expect. And so when they're in that place, they don't know that they're in the place. You know, they think, oh, I'm just having a moment or, you know, but really their flowers right next to them are, um, you know, speaking to them. And one of the things I love about all plants, but of course, succulents, because they just survive. They're so hardy and they make everything look beautiful. You thankfully kindly sent me a whole bunch of succulents quite a while ago. And I planted them in the front. I have a little bit of a, have these beautiful hydrangeas and 
stuff in the front. Like this is the only time of year that people will take pictures of my yard. Not that I expect anyone to, but this time of year they actually stop by and take pictures. Like and drive I, by photography. Yeah, they, they either stop their car because I have these huge hydrangeas that are absolutely gorgeous, white, just blooming. You know, they take up a huge. But all on the bottom are all these succulents that are just holding them in place and nurturing them and creating extensive beauty. You know, like I don't have to plant more things. And the succulents are different every single year, which I absolutely love that they keep changing. But but you think you've heard enough about this book. No, not only are the chakras in there um, and essential tools for your magical accessories, but also crystals. So you go into a deep dive. I mean, because crystals are part of earth and magic, of course, about essential, beautiful grounding tools and high vibrational tools and all the crystals. It's incredible. What is your favorite crystal? Or do you have a favorite? <clears throat> okay. So that's like saying, what's my favorite plant? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, just, I love you all, but I do. I, I have two that I really utilize the most in my own practice. Uh-huh, you're so um, cute. And like, I'm holding them right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Rigorite, Labradorite. Labradorite. That's a great crystal. Favorite. Yeah. It's like third eye, throat, heart. It's just so good. And then amethyst. Ooh, that's a beautiful amethyst. I know not everyone uh, who's listening to the show can see Raquel. If you're on YouTube, you can uh, see her. And so she's holding up her gorgeous crystals. And that uh, amethyst is gorgeous because it almost looks like clear quartz before it moves into the amethyst. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. amethyst is a form of quartz. So oh. um, that's why you see that similarity oh, there. Gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. So we have everything in this book, anything you could possibly imagine, not to mention definitions and beautiful pictures and aspects of plants that you could be planting around your house and then or in your home and then as you get to know them then you get to have the experiences that Raquel has where they're talking to you because plants actually talk to people when I'm in the nursery buying plants and I always buy more than I even plant in I I, I feel terrible about that but I just get so excited when I'm at the nursery I, and I even ask them do you want to come home with me which one of you wants to come home with me you know I literally say that and I wait till I get some sort of flutter you know, from some unsuspecting plant that's going to come live in my yard. (laughs) I remember in one of the classes we were in, Marie, we actually got paired at the end. We always practice together. Right. And I was waiting for you and your plants came in. Do you remember that? I do remember. Yes. They came in and started talking, right? Yes. They came in to share how much they love you. Uh, they love being in your yard. How much they love you loving them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I do love, I love them. They're absolutely beautiful. So one, so one of the things that I love as you're showing in the book, these gorgeous, and, and thanks to your publisher for these beautiful illustrations, like one, like aloe vera, which is a, a famous, powerful healing plant. I think everyone should have one in your house just for those little accidental burns anyway, yeah. you know, like then you just grab this plant that will happily heal you and make sure that you don't have a, a second or third degree burn. But underneath it, you um, talk about where to position the plant, um, the crystals that align to it, the chakras, what element it's wa- it's ruled by like water. Um, yeah. And you also talk about its beauty, healing, longevity, it, and, and that it's, this is also, this plant is a form of protection and support and worthiness. So you learn so much incredible information that, that I think what will happen is you read this book and, and start to study it, which will be super fun because it's really gorgeous. That is what's going to inspire people, Raquel, I know you already know this, to actually hear, see, and feel that the plant kingdom is because they're intertwining all these other things that they know or they have had curiosity about or they would love to know more information about it's going to cue them into the magical aspect of these um, beautiful plants, which can be anywhere. And then you even have rituals for beautifying aloe vera with a face mask. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, who doesn't want that? I mean, like, I mean, this book has it all. See, this is why you were writing an encyclopedia. You just narrowed it down a little bit. You, you got all the big pieces for your knowledge, and then you narrowed it down appropriately so that all of us could take it in. Because we, you know, we can't take in all of that information that you can necessarily, but we can take in the pieces that you, you know, found for us and beautified for us and made it so special and so inviting. What a beautiful piece of art. Thank you so much. And I actually had that knowing when I was writing the book, I had these moments where I was just filled with like, 
oh my goodness, this was the book I was in like I was actually inceptualizing. Is that a word? Inceptualizing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take um, it. Yeah. Conceptualizing. Like yeah, this is we'll the book it. that was seeding within me back in like 2018. This is it. Because even as I go into each of these plant profiles, I I'm talking about the medicine. I'm talking about the energy. I'm talking about the emotional con connection as well. And for each plant, the process I would go through when I was doing the profiles and writing about the plant would be, um, like, okay, for learn the ecology of the plant. What's some of the, the witchy information about the plant in terms of the magical properties. And then I sat in meditation with each plant wow. and ask them to share what is your wisdom? What is your message for people right now? And of course it was also a message and wisdom for me right now, Of course, <laughs> but of course. I believe that if I'm feeling this with 7 billion people in the world, I'm not the only one feeling this. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and people need guidance and, you yeah. know, healthy, aware, educated, well thought out, beautiful guidance, which they will um, have for you. Uh, what, the cactus, I was very surprised to learn that and black tourmaline is one of its crystals. I mean, that's really beautiful. Um, wow. Because it's so protective. It's oh, so wow. grounding. Wow. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Wow. And you want to position it in the entrance in entrance ways to the home because it, because it is so protecting, which is really nice to know yeah. where to put your plants. Where are the best places also, to put your plants? Yeah. I also love having some cactus near my workspace mm. because it's so motivating and it can actually help you kind of get to the finish line. With oh, I'll be, I'll be getting some yeah. cactus. I'll be putting it all over the offices in my home to keep us motivated and get us to, we always get to the finish line, but you know, maybe we can get you there do. faster. <laughs> maybe we get there faster. Raquel, well, another oh, one yes. that I know you love. Yes. Another one I know you love, Marie, is Orchid. Orchid is also amazing for helping you just get all the way to the end of a project. Ooh, yeah. I have um, about five of them in my house right now. My bathroom, yep. my office, and my kitchen is where they are. Okay, so that's good. That's very, very good. Raquel, I cannot tell you what a joy and pleasure it has been to have you on the show. Congratulations for your second published book and for Thanks. all the... You know, for all your time of putting effort into writing something that you wanted to share with humanity to help us and to help us fall in love with nature and to respect it more and appreciate it and to have fun with it and to learn with it. I couldn't thank you enough for your newest, gorgeous, beautiful book, Everyday Plant Magic, Change Your Life Through the Magical Energy of Nature. So thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you. It was such an honor to be here, Marie. I love being in your energy and I just love your teachings. Thank you. I really truly believe that part of the reason that I'm sitting right here talking to you about this book is because I listened to my intuition and learned from you. Oh, so well, you're very kind. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in class for sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. I'll be ordering those books. So you can go to Amazon right now and pre-order them, correct? Or you can actually, I think the publisher also has some pre-ordering. Is that true? Yeah. You can go to my website. If, for any Perfect. information about the book, head over to my website, infinitesucculent.com. There's a little bar on top that says shop. Hit that. You'll see Everyday Plant Magic. I've got all the information there. You can pre-order. You can sign up for some free little gifts for pre-order ordering um and i'll have a virtual launch party when it comes out too so oh perfect check out the website. everything's there and they can find other things about you too your healing oh, yeah. work and your intuitive work and and buy you know beautiful plants from you as well yeah beautiful yeah thank you so much for yeah. it was an honor to have you and to learn more about you and all of your magic um so thank you so much and have a beautiful gorgeous day in san diego Thank you so much. Same to you all. Thank you, Benny. Thank, Thank you. You're quite welcome. Marie, I love you. Yeah. I love you too. <laughs> Back at you. So that uh, comes to the conclusion, uh, conclusion of the first. I can't talk either, Marie. <laughs> first I need half some, hour. I need some succulents. Yeah. <laughs> I need some succulents. Okay, we'll bring some in for you. We Great. will. We'll bring some cactus Fantastic. in for you. And maybe an orchid. I can put it by the window. That'll oh, that's be perfect. probably what I need. Then. Yeah, that's what you need. I need a zone we'll get it for you. All we'll right. get so it for gonna... you. Close this first half of the show and then go to the second half with open call in show day, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manion Cherry Show. We'll be right back with more from Marie. So welcome back to the show. Other buttons to push that I failed to do. <laughs> it's on me. I accept full responsibilities. We're getting you some cactus and we'll get you an orchid, Please. a baby orchid, a baby cactus. We'll put it. it in here. I totally use and, it. And, you know, it'll, it'll just help everything, <laughs> right? We all need plants anyway. We all do. That's why I buy too many when I'm at the nursery. 
So what I probably should do is just walk over to my neighbor. Like, I'm probably not going <laughs> to put this on the ground soon enough. Could, could you do it? Do you want it? Do you want it? That's what I should do. So we're taking calls. Who do we have on the uh, on the phone? Yeah, well, let's uh, give out the number, 877-825-8828. And to be honest, everyone's been holding very patiently so for you. Nice. Been, you've been so nice. Thank you. Very cool. And uh, we want to thank uh, you know, everyone for stopping by. So let's take uh, Gia calling in from uh, Vancouver, B.C. Hi, Gia. Hi. Hi, Marie. Hi, Benny. Uh, there we go. Try that okay. now. There she is. Gia? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Can hi. you hear me? I can. Yes. What can I do for you? Oh, hello. Um, well, I first wanted to say just so beautiful to hear Rachel Cohen's work. Um, I just love that she's a fellow redheaded green witcher with an <laughs> ecology background. Right. Yeah. I do have an so ecology background, too. That, but I'm definitely buying her book. Aww. Thanks so much for that interview today. That was so lovely. Oh, lovely, lovely. And what can I do for you? Uh, yeah. So a few weeks ago, uh, you mentioned that, you know, all diseases had an emotional basis, yes. except possibly type 1 diabetes. Oh, no, it has an and emotional component. type component. 1 diabetic, I'm really curious as to how type 1 is different or well, it has a, be different. It has an emotional and, component. T- type 1 has an emotional component. All of them do. I just haven't been able to, that I know of, help any of my clients reverse their type 1 diabetes. I've definitely had them reduce their insulin intake um, and all of those things. Uh, you know, So they have had improvement, but it's a disease that I haven't been able to successfully help my clients vanquish from their body. So it has an emotional component. And the, the emotional component for diabetes, type 1 and type 2, is um, allowing oneself to live a joyful life, the happiness of life, taking in the, the happiness of life. Um, and so type 1 diabetics, more so than even type 2, are typically very focused individuals, very responsible. Of course, especially if they got diagnosed young, they're even extra responsible because they have to follow a full regimen that most other people don't, you know, to keep them alive. Um, And so they don't always really allow themselves to embrace the sweetness of life. And so that's really the emotional component for type 1 diabetes. Mm. What would you recommend as a what if? Yeah, that's a really great. Whenever I talk about type 1 diabetes too, I always see the same thing. I see a clear, beautiful jar of honey, like really gorgeous honey. And I guess that's kind of like the, the metaphor for the sweetness of life. Like I, when I think of those really chubby bees, you know, the bum, I call them bubble bees, but I'm not sure that's their correct name, but those chubby black yellow striped beads that are just lazily jumping from flower to flower, you know, just lazily taking in... You know, the nectar and, you know. They're mining their own business. They're taking care of us. They don't sting hardly anyone. They're just happily, chubbily enjoying (laughs) their life. And and so, yeah, what if I can be like a lazy bumblebee? And and know that the the third chakra governs the pancreas, right? And this has everything to do with the pancreas. And more so for type 1 than even type 2. But the pancreas... um, again, is governed by the third chakra. And the third chakra is all about self-love. And I, and those bumblebees feel like, to me like they just love themselves. Like, you know, they're not self-critical. You know, of course, most of nature isn't. You don't see rabbits working out, you know, to stay thinner or whatnot. You well, know? I mean, they are very busy. Yeah, <laughs> they're very busy creatures. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like nature doesn't have this yeah. lack of self-worth. Right. You know, they, they aren't they aren't thinking negatively of themselves. They're actually enjoying their environment and their life. Um, uh, gardener snakes are a perfect example. They're just these lazy creatures that just you know, s- you know move around the yard. They're not venomous. Um, they don't bite people, and they just look very happy to me. You know, just happily all round up, having a lovely time. So, do you, do you does this any of this resonate with you? Oh, absolutely. And I'm just so happy that my what if question is if I can be a lazy bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wonderful. Yeah, the sweetness of life, right, is when you're not doing anything and you're just relaxing and you're content. You have all the food you need. You know, you're just on a a beach somewhere on a lounge chair, you know, just taking in the sights, right? Love it. Okay, good, good. And keep me posted. I want to know if you start to notice a difference um, in your regiment or in um, your medicine or things of that nature. 
if things improve oh, happily yeah let us know love to know great thank you so you're welcome much. have a beautiful day you too and thanks, Gia, for calling in from Vancouver, B.C., 877-825-8828. And we will now take Jean calling in from the local area, Seattle. Hello, Jean. Hi. How are you? We're oh, good. We're great. Thank yeah. you, Jean. Oh, what what can I do for you? Hi, Marie. I've taken your classes and signed up for another class. Oh, I know so who you I'm are. Calling... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am calling on behalf of my friend, Julia. She is 68. She has cancer. Um, it started in her breast, and it's metastasized into her lungs, brain, and liver. Mm-hmm. And she's had done about five rounds of chemo, and it was too harsh and really knocked her out. And she's getting so much better now, or feeling a lot better. She, she was going to call in, but she's actually getting to go out in her wheelchair right now. Oh, good. So going outside for the first time in a long time. She's done lots of energy work. Good. Um, very health conscious and she does want to get better. Right. Um, she signed up for a session with you in like a year. Or so well, anyone who's, yeah, anyone who's really ill, they can just let our office know and we get them in as soon as possible. So just, okay. uh, right. So we have a cancellation list for when um, clients cancel or sometimes I open up a day or an hour or something like that. So just just let our office know and we will get her in as soon as possible. But when I read her energy and it's so kind of you to call in on her behalf and I'm so sorry she's been struggling with this challenging illness. Um, she has a massive leak in the back of her heart chakra. So it's, and this is not that uncommon for breast cancer, unfortunately. Uh, so everything requires energy to work. And so when you don't have particles in your body, then things can't work. Even chemotherapy can't do it's magic if that's what a person chooses to help heal their body. So that's why things can get worse and not improve. She's going to have to learn to receive. And one of my favorite things to do, like first thing in the morning, or she can do it whenever she wants, of course, because probably multiple times a day would be best at this point, is to imagine that all of the pores on her body are open and that light is moving in or water or anything that she loves or enjoys, rainbows. And, And it's not moving out of her body. It's just moving in. It would be imperative that she start receiving huge amounts of subatomic particles because energy can change anything. It, it can change someone's wealth in their life it, permanently. It can change someone's happiness. It can change their career. It can change their love. And it can change their body's activities. It can completely heal someone. It, it doesn't matter how sick someone is. If they have enough energy particles in their body, then the energy can actually start to create transformations in their physical form. But she needs to learn how to receive, and she's a giver. She's been giving her whole life, and Mm -hmm. this is what wore her out and exhausted her, and that's why she's sick. So she has to stop giving. First and foremost, she has to stop, which is uncomfortable for empathic people who are so focused on just taking care of others or sending positive energy to the planet. No, she, she can't do any of that until she's learned how to effectively receive. And because when we don't receive and we constantly give, we're actually attra- attracting negative karma or challenges because the universe is trying to help us to learn. Typically, whatever we're working on, we've been working on it for centuries. This isn't our first go around. That's why it's hard, right? Because it, the challenges are so deeply Im- embedded into our consciousness. But I know you can help her with this because you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So this could, okay. at the very least, lengthen her life and allow her mm-hmm. to enjoy her life and have fun while she's here. That would be amazing. And it could do more than that, too. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Is there a what if question? What if I easily okay. receive all day long? Okay. And then talk to her about everyone's okay. They don't need her energy. She has to stop giving her energy away to others. Okay. Okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, thanks, Gene, for joining the show. 877-825-8828. Let's uh, run off to the East Coast, and then we have Kirsten. Kirsten? Calling up from New York. Did I get that right, Kirsten? Yes, it's Kirsten. Kirsten, Kirsten, thank you. What can I do for you? Hi, Marie. It's so nice here um thank you so much i'm a 22 year old female and i've been struggling with some severe stomach issues mm. since march mm. it came on pretty suddenly and had a few times 
Um, I've been seeing multiple doctors, um, currently seeing a Chinese medicine doctor, an holistic doctor. Good. But I was told my gallbladder isn't functioning properly and I have a low bile ejection rate. So Western medicine doctors recommended I get it removed. Right. I'm just young and really don't want to do that. So I was just calling to receive any help and advice yeah. the holistic methods still yeah. aren't really doing. And I'm so glad you called in. Thank you. And we can put them, you know, the modern medicine, we don't, I love modern medicine and I think it's a very effective tool, but it doesn't have to be our first tool. Like we can try other things, right? Unless, you know, the gallbladder is really, really, you know, super sick and, you know, uh, requires to be removed, which I don't think yours is. It is talking to me. So even though it feels like this just happened overnight, it really didn't. Um, but a lot of times we're not aware of our body speaking to us or the messages that it's sending us. And is it true that you used to not have a very good diet? Is that true? Um, n- not really. I've maybe I've been <laughs> vegan for two years and vegetarian mm. for six. So. What's, what's your blood type? Do you know what your blood type is? I don't. Okay. So, so sometimes vegetarian diets aren't always the best mm-hmm. for everyone. You know, maybe mix it up a little bit or at least start drinking some bone broth if you can, because some vegetarians literally don't want to. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to support whatever is important for other individuals. But your stomach really needs some healing, needs some warmth. And when people are vegetarian, they eat a lot of raw food, too, which is really hard on the digestive system. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. So even though I heard dietary issues, it's really not like the typical dietary issues. Right. Right. So are you cooking all your vegetables now? I've started to. Yeah, because when your stomach's having a hard time, you can't eat raw. It's not recommended. And grains are really hard to digest. And, of course, when people are vegetarian, they're eating more grain, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where you're getting your proteins. So you you could probably have even some, um, oh, I forget what it's called right now, but um, these beautiful proteins that are in plants are really hard to digest. They're really heavy in wheat. Um, I would avoid grains. I would make sure your, all your vegetables are cooked. I would avoid grains. Uh, I'm not sure what you're going to eat then. Um, I know maybe more <laughs> potatoes or root vegetables or things of that nature. And it, would you be comfortable drinking bone broth? I've actually tried that um, the past couple months because it was recommended. And Good. And it seems to be okay. Good. So, and remember, by the time someone starts to have digestive issues, it's going to take a while for it to heal. It's usually not a quick fix because you've got 30 feet of an intestinal tract, approximately 25 to 30 feet. And the mucosal lining of the stomach and the intestinal tract is very, very sensitive. And so once it starts to get um, eroded, it takes a while for it to build up. And, mm-hmm. and of course, the best way to heal it, I think, for most people is through holistic wellness, because then you're going to have a really lovely, healthy, layered muco- muco- mucosal lining, which is really healthy. Um, sugar would not be good for you at all. No sugar. Um, and I would eat very low sugar fruits like berries and apples. But then again, if you're going to eat apples, you need to cook them. Mm, well, okay. just, and, and here's the emotional component for anything, you know, digestive. Same thing as it was for the diabetes. Self-love. You need to fall in love with you. Yes. You have to fall in love with you. And it's an emotion. It's an actual emotion. So you're on the right track. I get you're doing all the right things. I would, you know, continue the bone broth every day if that feels right for you, even more than once a day, because it's going to soothe your body and, and relax the, the stomach so it can start to build that mucosal lining. And then make sure you're not eating raw food. Great. And get rid of the, the grain for a while. Okay. Okay? Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. And, um, what? Do you have a what if for me? Oh, yeah, yeah. What if my body is happy? Great. Right. And I didn't say stomach because we don't want to push your buttons. So what if my body is happy? I love it. Okay. All right. Well, we wish you great healing and very fast healing too. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks, Kirsten, for joining us from New York and uh, 877-825-8828. We'll now travel back over here to the West Coast and we've got Carolyn. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Carolyn. Okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Carolyn, what Hi. can I, where are you, Carolyn? I'm in Enumclaw, Washington. Oh, so you're close too. Great. Oh, what can I do yeah. for you? 
Well, I have a lot of health issues, and the doctors can't seem to figure out what it is. Uh-huh. That's always a good thing, even though I have a lot of clients who hate that when I say that to them. You know, when I say this is such a good thing that they don't know what it is because it means it hasn't manifested fully in the body where modern medicine can detect it. It's a really, really good thing. But, of course, people who don't feel good don't like that because they can't wait till their doctor goes, oh, it's enzyme 38. You just need this pill and you're going to be fine. But, you know, that's not what's happening, yeah. correct? Right? And how right. long have you not been feeling well? Um, I would say the last 10 years. Yeah. So have you ever heard me speak about vibration? Um, no, I'm just new to your show. Oh, okay, great. Um, great. So, no, I haven't heard that. Okay, so everything in the universe is made out of energy, including your whole entire body, all of your organs, your thoughts, your belief systems. Everything is made out of energy. And energy runs in different types of vibration. And I basically make it pretty simple. It's either low vibration or high vibration. You tend to run your subatomic particles, your energy system, at a low vibration. And low vib- it's really hard to heal when your vibration is low. It's really hard to do anything when your vibration is low because everything <laughs> we want, it's true, everything we want exists in a high vibration. So it's going to be imperative, even though you're not happy and things aren't going the way you want to, you're going to have to find ways to be happy authentically. You need to find ways. So what is something that makes you happy? Um, I like doing crafts. I do diamond art. Ooh, like real diamonds? Like diamond? No. <laughs> What's diamond art? I love jewelry, so I'm like, oh, real diamonds? Well, it's kind of yeah. like painting by number, but with Ooh. little diamond dots. Ooh, it sounds gorgeous. Okay, so you love color. You like texture. You love design. And you like to be yeah. busy with your hands. So even when you're not doing the diamond art, can you look at the color or the texture? Or I want you to somehow, you know, reference that for a moment in your, throughout the day so that you can raise your vibration. And then when the vibration is elevated, like right now you're starting to raise your frequency, which makes me very happy. It means that you can, you can raise it easily because not everybody can raise it easily. Believe me. Uh, So you're, you're raising it really nicely. And then when you raise it, you want to hold it. And that's what I call the frequency. You want to hold the vibration, just like a note. We talked about it last week, uh, and I mentioned Mar- Mariah Carey and her beautiful, high, gorgeous note that she holds that makes all of us <laughs> swoon. That's what happens. Yeah. When you hold your, your energy up and you create this frequency, even for just a few moments, your energy system starts to swoon. It gets excited. How do you do that, though? Well, you hold it. I know. It, I, I know this is hard for people to understand, and I find it confusing that so many people have a hard time being happy and have a hard time being happy for a couple minutes. So that's really the answer. You have to, you, it's kind of like in the beginning, it's like you're stretching your energy. Like when you're learning to fall in love with yourself, you're like, okay, I can love myself even in this moment. You know, like you have to stretch the boundaries of what you believe you deserve. So look at the picture longer, dive deeper into the color purple or, you know, like real color purple, Uh, like anything that's going to get you excited, spend a little bit of extra time when you feel like your energy is moving upward, like it is right now. Let it stay there. Don't distract yourself by something negative. Don't turn on the news. Don't listen to a crying baby for a second. You know, just turn everything off and let yourself be there as if you're levitating your subatomic particles on this beautiful frequency. Because when you can stay in the frequency for periods of time, you start training your energy system to live there, to be there more often than not. And then that's how the body gets healthy. That's how your life will change. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Okay. So here's your what if question. Cause I know I haven't completely, you already dropped your energy. Like you had it up and now it's down again. Um, uh, right. That was quick. That was quick. Yeah. Um, so your what if question, what if I believe I am worthy and deserving exactly the way I am right now? That's your what if question. Okay. Okay. And I want you to start saying that you can say it silently throughout the day so that you start to believe that you're worth, um, everything that you deserve. Okay. Okay. And then I have a knee. I'm supposed to get a knee replacement. Do you feel that? Well, I would. When is this scheduled? Not yet. I just got a shot and Uh um, I have to wait three months. Yeah, let's wait. I would prefer that you wait because we don't know how what's going to change in your body and what's going to get better. I have a client that was going to get, I think, bilateral knee replacements. And she told me yesterday she doesn't need them now, like she has no pain. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, 
let's just wait. Let's work on your energy system and see what happens. Because even if people still need surgeries or some certain procedures, they might need less. The surgery will be less invasive or it will work better. You know, the surgery system will work Mm -hmm. better. So let's wait. I'm glad um, that you are, um, that it hasn't been uh, put on the books yet. This is good. Yeah. So work on your energy. Good. Your mm-hmm. energy's elevated again. I like it. Let's keep it there. Try to keep it there for a minute. And then when it goes up again, keep it there for two minutes. And then try for three minutes. Just be nice to yourself and kind to yourself and keep working on raising that frequency. Okay? Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, thanks, Carolyn, for joining the show. We have time for one more quickly. We'll take Leslie calling in from the California area. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Leslie. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. So happy to talk to you. Wonderful. What can I do for you? Um, I would just like an energy reading. Mm-hmm. I um, I had a 2018 what felt like a catastrophic loss that I've been coming back from. I lost my son. Oh, and, so sorry. Um, and I've been on a, I, I feel like I'm on a, in a growthful period right now. You and are. I'm curious to see what you see. Well, first of all, he is cute as a button, by the way. And and I know when I say that, I make him sound really young, and he's not, like, super young. I mean, he was young, but not super young. But he's cute as a button, just adorable, and loves you, loves you, loves you. He's so grateful. He goes, Mom, I'm so glad that you're finally joining the bandwagon, you know, because you were sad for so long. How could you not be, right? How could you not be? And um, he's just so happy that you're that you are raising your vibration, right, and holding your frequency so that you can feel him and sense him more. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Yeah, he's so excited. Are are you going to have a birthday soon, or did you just have one? I did just have one. Because I see a birthday cake, and I'm usually within six weeks when – that's how I know whose birthday it's for. When I say birthday cake, I know it has to be six weeks before the conversation or six weeks after the conversation, so we're right in that sweet spot. He has a cake for you. It's chocolate chocolate, by the way, uh-huh. and it has sli- sliced bananas all over the top of it. Oh, my God. It looks delicious. Uh-huh. He only put like eight candles on it, you know, just eight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he oh adores you. He cherishes you. He's very proud of you. He goes, I know this was the worst, most challenging moment in your life. He goes, and I couldn't be more proud of the fact that you've learned to have moments of happiness to feel me because I'm going to be around you until you cross over. That's what he said. That's his decision, his um, choice. And and he goes, and thank you so much for letting our relationship to grow and flourish. He couldn't be more proud of you. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And I have to go. He, um, Benny's playing the music, so I have to get off the air. So thank you for calling in, and thank you for your son for working hard to let me see everything so well. I truly appreciate it. We wish everyone a beautiful and bright day. Fall in love with you. Bye-bye for now. Mm-hmm.